Okay, let's get into Parshas Pinchas, Tavshin Ayin Gimel. Tavshin Ayin Gimel, as we uh, get into the three Parshias between Shavas Batamuz and, and Tishabav, and we start off with a question, simple question based on our Parsha. And that is, our Parsha is called Parshas Pinchas. The question is, most of what Pinchas does, not even most, all of what Pinchas does, is in last week's Parsha. How does our parsha start off? Hashem says to Moshe, I give Pinchas a shkayach. That's how it starts. Pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron a kohen, he he took away and removed my anger. Me'al b'nei Yisrael, b'kanoaz k'nasi b'sochav, alo chilisi, espeso b'soch b'kinasi, I didn't destroy them. And I'm going to give him a brisi shalom. This is Parshas Pinchas. Where is Parshas, where is Pinchas, where are his actions? They were in Parshas Balak. The end of Balak. We, of course, have the Pinchas rising up amongst the uh, nation and, and squashing the perpetrators. He takes a spear and he spears the Ish Yisrael and the Isha El Kabasa. The question is, Splitting up of the Parshios, Pinchas, everything he did is in last week's Parsha. And that's question number one. Says Rebetzian Fierer in Hegiona Shel Torah, in source number one, Parsha Zukula Temua, Iker Maaseo Shel Pinchas, Misupar Baparsha's Balak, Viim Kain, Lama, Natla, Parsha Zula Atzva, Dashay Pinchas. This is just an afterthought. Maybe you should have called this Parsha, Parsha's Karbanos. That's the, that's what it's mostly about if you're talking about the Tochen. Right, usually if you have a name in the parsha Balak, so <laughs> most of what Balak does is in Balak. Most of what Yisro does is in Yisro. Most of what Noach does is in Noach. Right, by all the all the names, all of a sudden we come to Pinchas. Most of what Pinchas does is not in Parsha's Pinchas. So yes, it's the beginning of the parsha Pinchas ben Elazar, and that's what it's. So is it just a, a word game? His name has to be at the beginning. Still, it has to be something deeper that it is. Uh, his parsha only has what happened after his actions and not his actions itself. And why, even to ask the question just in a different way, why are Pinch, why is the story of Pinchas split? His actions are in one parsha, and his the reaction to his actions are in a different parsha. Question number one. Another question that we could ask that he's going to answer is, we know the second half of Parshas Pinchas is all about the Karbanos. We have the Karban Tamid, and we have Shabbos, and Rosh Chodesh, and all of the Chagim, all of the Karbanos Musaf. And the question is, is there a connection between that, that is most of the Parsha, and the name Pinchas, and the personality Pinchas? That's the question. Says Rebetzi Yerfirer, El Olom something that re- comes up every in every generation, and we have to be on guard in every generation to make sure that this message is is a clear in all of our lives. El Aloma Lacha says the Hagiona Shel Torah Lo Kol Harotze Litolas Hashem Yavov Yitol. Not anyone who wants to perform an extreme action can come and do it. Whenever one acts with extremism, whenever one does a radical behavior, it's like walking on a tightrope. Any little slight subjective 
attitude, subjective feeling could push a person over the edge and make him fall down off of the tightrope. Ben Adam, subjectivity, gamshu And a person could even be blinded and not being able to see clearly even without realizing it. When a person is involved in normal every day-to-day activities, there's not as much of a danger. If I do something, not solo shem shemaim, if I do something for personal, <coughs> for personal covet, I go to davening also a little bit so that people see that I'm there for davening and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Okay! But when it comes to kanos, when it comes to radical extreme behavior, then there's a, there's a major, major potential pitfall. Somebody has to be perfect and pure when it comes to these types of actions. But this is so hard because we are always blinded by our personal negias, by our personal ritzonos, by our personal kina, taiva, and kavid that are mozi us from the world. I don't see straight. I don't see straight. And this is what we have by Pinchas. We have a radical action. We have extremism. Right? We have somebody getting up and committing an act of murder in the, in the, in the public eye. So the question is, was Pinchas on that level? Was Pinchas so perfectly pure? Pinchas ben Alazar ben Aaron says, or Bezir Fira, that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the only one that could give a stamp of approval. He's the only one. Because who else knows? What a person's kavanas are. Rak Hashem habochin kloyos valev. Bachan es kloyos valibo shal pinchas. Hashem was able to look inside pinchas' heart and mind. Vira'a. And he saw shemasha asa pinchas. L'shem shemayim asa. Vira'a yu pinchas litolas Hashem. It was appropriate. It was perfect. His extremism. His act of, of, of radicalism was appropriate. Many other times it's not. But Pinchas's was perfect, and that's why he was Zochet to get a Parsha named after. But why did it split? Because when it occurred, nobody knew for sure. It was all in a cloud. It was all unclear. Was this act of, of radicalism appropriate, L'shem Shamayim, good for Am Yisrael, good for the nation, good for Pinchas? Nobody knew until after HaKadosh Baruch Hu came and declared, That's the message. HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving his stamp of approval, giving his hechsher to the act of Pinchas. Most of the time, kanos and radicalism is not appropriate. The Rambam Shvil Hazov, Living a balanced personality. Call my sakanos. There are certain extreme cases. The Gemara says, Sometimes. But everyone has to be looked at, and only Akadosh Baruch Hu could really tell us that it was appropriate. Line 20. All the time until we heard from Hashem that it was good. And now he gets into why it's appropriate for the action in Parshas Balak and the reaction in Pinchas. If you look at Parshas Balak, it was all unclear. It was all right and left and back and forth. Everything is du part sufi. It can be looked at in two ways. Balak is Mechabit Bilam. 
In public, Balak gives tremendous cover to Bilam. In private, he hates him. In private, he's jealous that he wishes that he could do it instead. <coughs> Bilam gives brachas to Klal Yisrael. But really deep down, he was trying to curse them. Is it a bracha? Is it a klala? Everything there is unclear. It's an animal, but it's talking. So what is it? And also Pinchas. He didn't act. It is, is it Mishubach or is it Megune? Maaseyo take it in a vacuum? You don't know. You don't know what, uh, what's gonna be. So that's why we come to this parsha. Maaseyo shal Pinchas. It's clarity. It's clarity. HaKadosh Baruch Hu telling, telling us what exactly Pinchas did. It's clear. HaKadosh Baruch Hu telling Moshe Rabbeinu, this is what you need to do to help out the Jews in the next generation. This is what you have to do to give to Yoshua. Karbanos. Halachos. Parshas Pinchas is more of giving the stamp of approval at Hashem. And Chazal wanted us to know this stamp, to give it a Parshas Bifnei To give it its own chil, to put it, to highlight it. And that's why at the beginning of our parsha, the first thing we read is, Hashem says this action is exactly what was required and what was needed. And this is about clear actions. Second half of the thought, though. Says Rebbe Tzir what's the connection to Karbanos? Right, shouldn't Sefer Parshas Pinchas be in Vayikra? We know there are three major Parshas of Moadim in the Torah. Emar, Pinchas, and Re'eh. So Re'eh doesn't really speak about Karbanas too much. Okay, so Torah speaks about the the uh, times of year and some of the mitzvos and Aliyah Regal. So that doesn't have to be in Vayikra. But Pinchas is all about the Karbanas Musuf. So why is it here? So El Alomar Lecha, maybe it's connected to the story of Pinchas. Lomer lecha, second column now, shekarbanas adam makriv, mishalov lo mishal chavero. Sacrifice is about giving of oneself. And giving of one's own property, not giving on behalf of somebody else, or not giving from somebody else, and stepping on somebody else's toes. That's not called sacrifice. V'yalachas kama v'kama, she'en adam makriv is chavero lekarban. Kanoz shel emes, what is true um, extreme actions? Pirusha lahakrivis atzmo al mizbachashel ha'emuna to give of oneself, not stepping on anybody else's toes, doing something totally l'shem shemayim from within. Zeu kiddush Hashem. Avalo lahakrivis hazulas al mizbachashel ha'emuna shalcha. Amazing line. Not to sacrifice someone else on the altar of my emuna. Karban kazel lo yeratzeberov hamikrim. That's not a carbon that's going to be accepted by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That would be what we call pigle. That would be a disgraceful carbon. And it has to be true. And he said, Seulamad, where do you learn this from? You learn this from Cain and Havel. Interesting, they all brought carbonos, and then Cain killed his brother. So what gave him that idea? He was just mad? Okay, that's kinna. Mosinus Adam in Olam. Suggested Mesir Firah, a fascinating ha'ara. Cain, Hikr of carbon is Havel. He gave a carbon. Why? Kain gave a carbon, and he saw me pre hadama. It wasn't uh, didn't work. And then Hevel gave from him. Kevel gave carbonoshal Hevel achiv mi baalei achayim. This kabbalah ratzon. We know Hevel gave mi becharot so no mechel behen. I'm sorry, Kain gave that. Uh, Hevel gave that. Kain gave from the plant life, and it, didn't, it wasn't accepted. Hevel gave from baalei achayim. Kain says to himself, "Okay, I'm also going to give from baalei achayim. I'm also going to be makriv." But what I'm going to be makriv? I'm going to be makriv with my brother. I'm going to take that Baal Chai. 
I'm going to give Hashem the greatest Balchai in the world. He killed his brother. He was giving his brother as a carbon. Kayan didn't realize. A carbon is meaningless and totally wrong if it's not from within. From within one's own senses, from within one's own property, from within one's own world. Hulo hazulas nikra If I sacrifice, if I'm makriv on somebody else's account, see that's that's not a carbon at all. And that's what the measure says. As we know, the pasuk says, Kain said to his brother, and didn't say anything. He didn't say anything in the Torah Shabbat. Ma amarlo lo mafurish akash kain amar mashu ela beemes lehevel achiv. He didn't say anything. It was say, he said to himself that he wants to bring el hevel achiv. That's the carbon that he's descri- describing to bring. And he got up and he, and he gave him as a carbon. That's not a carbon. You have to give of oneself. And that's what Pinchas did. Pinchas gave of himself. He put his life on the line. He knew all the Shvatim were looking at him. Maybe he was going to lose. He was never going to become a Kohen. How did he know? His whole family was Kohen, but he wasn't a Kohen. And he did it totally with Shem Shemayim. And we have at the beginning of our Parsha, Hashem's stamp of approval. Yes, yes, uh, Pinchas. Exactly what you did was an appropriate kanoz. But in general, kanoz is extremely dangerous and one has to be very careful about this, about, uh, about it. I once heard from Rabbi, from Rabbi Lamb, the name of one of the Rebbes, that the Medrash says in the end of, of, uh, Perak Aleph and Bracious. The measures on that says Question: What does that mean? That is even why the Chassam Sofer uh, in the beginning of Kiddush. There's a big question: How do we start off Kiddush on Friday night with Yom Hashishi? The beginning of the middle of the phrase. So that's why many have the custom to say quietly. But we start off with Yom Hashishi because it's Yudkei Vavkei. It's Shem Hashem. Yom Hashishi Vayichulu Hashemayim. But doesn't make sense. Yom Hashishi Vayichul Yom Hashishi is the end of the previous phrase. So some just start off with Vayihi Ere Vayihi Voker Yom Hashishi quietly. But then the question still stands that that's the middle of a pasuk, and there is a principle of saying Hol Psukim. So there are those that add on and start from the beginning of the pasuk quietly. Vayara Lakeb as Kol Asher Asav Vehine Tov Maod Vayara Vayivoker Yom Hashishi. But Chazab Sofer is said to not have wanted to start off with that because of this medrash, because of this pasuk. Refers to the medrash Tomose Hamavis. Okay. One should follow their their uh, their minhag. But one of the one of the rabbis once said, "What's the zehamaves? Vihine tov maod zehamaves or maodius extremism zehamaves or varies maod this maod that. We have to live balanced life, and only in extreme situations does it call for extremism. And that's Pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron Akoid. He was one of those. He had to stand up. Comes up every once in a while, not too often." But that's, in general, is very dangerous. Is walking the tightrope, says Rebbe Tzir Führer. This is Pinchas. Along the same lines, Ravasha Weiss uh, quotes that this is why nobody else could understand any, uh, anything about Pinchas. This is why even, says the um, Medrash, says the Medrash, by Amar Shemin Lakish, Pinchas Hu Eliyon, Amar Source number two, says Ravasha Weiss, Amar Le'akadosh Baruch Quoting the Medrash, Atana Tata Shalom Beni Yisraelu Beni Ba'olam Azeh Afla Silavo Atahu Shalasili Teishalom Beni Levein Banai. In the future, Kadosh Baruch Hu says, "You says to 
You brought Shalom between uh, Am Yisrael and me and Olam Azeh, referring to Pinchas. Kodesh Baruch Hu talking to Pinchas. So you will in the future bring Shalom. Right? Right? That is the Medrash that Kodesh Baruch Hu promises that Pinchas already brought Shalom in our parsha. Is Pinchas Huel is going to bring Shalom in, in the in the future? But now he quotes the Gemara. The Gemara said it says that the Malachim, the Malachim, Malame line ten, Kaviyachol Asa Plilosim Kono, Bikshu Malachei Asharis Ladochlo. The Malachim wanted to push Pinchas away. Amar Lahem Hanichuli Hashem says leave him alone. Kanoi ben Kanoihu, Meishav Chema ben Meishav Chemahu. The Malachim, the Malachim from Shemayim, what were they so upset about? Why would why were they so upset? Don't they know the halacha? It's a mishnah. Habala Ramas kanon pokinbo. And the answer is the same idea. Even the malachim cannot see inside the head, inside the kavanos of a kanoi. It's only up to Akadish Barakhu. And it's such tightrope walking that it's generally falling off, and only Hashem could say whether the Kavanis are totally the shape Shemayim. That's why the Malachim couldn't understand it, that's why the other Shvatim couldn't understand it, and that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to start off with our parsha, Pinchas ben Elazar, Heishev is Hamasi. Okay. Moving right along. That is the beginning of the parsha, we have the reaction to Pinchas. Now we move to the next section of the parsha, we have all of the names listed, all of the parsh, all of the sections of, of Eretz Yisrael, <coughs> all of the Shvatim, not the sections yet, but the, all the Shvatim that we're going to get, the f- different families that are split up, and who gets a Nachla. And then we have Beno Slavchad, which we're going to talk about, and Yerusha. And then we have the section of Moshe Rabbeinu appointing another leader. Appointing another leader. Vaydabar Moshe El Hashem Leimar. Moshe says to Hashem, the Balaturim says, there's no Pasuk like this in all the Torah. Right? Vaydabar Hashem Moshe Leimar, we're used to. But here we have Vaydabar Moshe El Hashem Leimar. Amazing Pasuk. Yifkod Hashem Elokei Aruchos Lechol Basar. Hashem Elokei Aruchos needs to get involved here. He must appoint Ish Al Ho'edah. Asher Yetzei Lefneihem, Vasher Yavo Lefneihem. That will go in, that will go out. For Asher Yotzei, for Asher Yivyein, for Lo Tia Adas Hashem Katzon Asher Yilohem Rawet, so that the nation, the congregation, is not like sheep without a shepherd. Right, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you need to appoint somebody. So Hashem says to Moshe, "Okay, get Yeshua Ben Nun. It's not going to be your children." Kach Luchos Yeshua Ben Nun Ish Asher Ruach Bo, the man who has the Ruach. Vin Samachta as Yatcha Alav, put his your hand on him. This is the original smicha. The Amatoso. Do it in front of the whole nation. And appoint him. And you shall give from your glory on him. In that way, if you give him some of what you have, then Am Yisrael will listen. What does that mean? Rashi, Kirun or Panim. Some of your shining. Some of your shining. Some of your ways of leadership. May hotcha. What do you mean may hotcha? Why does it just say v'asata hotcha alav? Velo kol hotcha. Says the Sifri. Not all of your hod. Nimsenu lemedim pre Moshe kechama pre Yoshua kelavana. Famous Rashi. We learn from here that Moshe is compared to the sun and Yoshua is compared to the moon. And the moon is a chelak of the shine of the sun. And that's the comparison Moshe should give 
mi mei hotcha. Says Rav Saratskin, a deeper idea. Why is it compared to the sun and the moon, Moshe and Yehoshua? To teach us that Moshe Rabbeinu was a unique leader. Obviously, we have to try to mimic Moshe. But nobody can be ultimately like Moshe. It's not Yeshua's fault either. But what's the message of the marshal of the sun and the moon? Says Rav Saratskin on line 5. Hachama meira bayom. The sun, as we know, shines by day. Vagamto eges. But the sun also, kaviyachal, not really kaviyachal, but worries about the sun shines directly by day, but the sun is also responsible and takes care of making sure that there is light at night. As we know, the moon, the stars, they don't have their own individual independent light. It's all a reflection of the sun's light. So really we could say in a sense that the sun takes care of the light during the day and even worries about what's going to be after it's gone. It gives its karne, its, its uh, shines, its kawachav of or to the moon. And that's what Moshe did. The uniqueness of Moshe is he didn't just worry and care for his nation when he was there, but he, he made sure and he put into place certain guards, certain people, so that they would be able to carry on after he was gone. That's why he asked Hashem, he says, says, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take care of them now, Hashem. I want to know that they're going to be taken care of after I'm gone. Like the sun, when the sun leaves, he takes care. The moon? Does the moon worry about the day? When the moon, when the moon gets covered by the clouds, does the moon worry? Oh, what's going to be? How am I going to take care of this? No. So the moon's covered, that's it. Also Yeshua, again, it's not a fault, but it's just only Moshe was unique. At the end of his life, Yeshua didn't say, Hashem, who's going to be in charge now? We're going from Moshe Kiva Torah, Misidim, Sorli, Yeshua, Yeshua, Lizakanim. Is there going to be a leader? No, what do we have? The beginning of Shoftim. Ish Kalayashar Be'enav. Lo dog Yeshua, Bishas Betiraso. Miyanig es Yisrael Acharav. Velo Bikesh Miyakadosh Baruch. We don't have a similar request. Yafkeit Hashem Alo Eida. Omemela. And after that's why it was after he died. Kitzona Shereen Lahem Roeh Umasar and Hagal is the Kainim Echlal. Was the Kainim in general? Vahar Beit Saros Umelchamos Baal Yisrael Mizeh Shalonisher Az Manig Echad Ladar. There was not one Manig. There's a Kainim Shera'u Shalomasar Yeshua Sanagal Echad Mehem. Yes, the Kainim realized this. Taluas Chisarin Ba'atzvam. They realized that this was a problem, and that's why they took the blame. Now go back to the beginning of the Azayim LaTorah. The Gemara was quoted from Baba Basra. This is what Rashi was quoting the Sifri. But same idea. Now we appreciate. It was the Zekanim that said this. Amru. Pnei Moshe Kavnei Chama. Pnei Yeshua Kavnei Levana. Oila laosa busha. Oila laosa klima. Why did they say this? What they realized that Yeshua wasn't as great as Moshe. But what was the oi? So now... We understand what the I was. We understand that we, now in this generation, is not one leader. So, maybe that's why also, they chose Shoftim, they chose one leader, you need one leader. And that's 
Rav Saratskin, in terms of appreciating the Mashal of Rashi and the expansion of the Gemara in Baal which added on one of the lines. Good. We continue. Says, continues the Parsha. As we mentioned, the second half of the Parsha, we get into the world of Karbanos. That's what we're going to spend time on, trying to get a couple of messages from part of the Parsha that is not usually uh, focused on, but hopefully we'll be able to glean a, a good amount of material from this second half of the Parsha. So first, a general question, question we asked earlier as well, and that is, what exactly is the connection between the first and the second half of the Parsha? Right, we have the second half of the Parsha, the Karbanos, and the first half of the Parsha, we have right before, even not just the whole first half, right before the section of the Karbanos, we have, as we just discussed, the torch being passed from Moshe to Yoshua. So is there any connection between Parsha's Karbanos and that section? Says the Shemanatov. Says Rabbi Weinberger. Lichora ba hachelak ashesha parsha senu, binyan karbanosh al tamidun musafin, biliyeza kesher. On the surface, there's no connection between the two sections. Viyesha ramzu, but there are those that say no. The bo dafka, biyam shakar, bo biyam atsarim. Not only is there a connection between the two halves of the parsha, as we know, this is always the first. Parsha read at this time of year. It's not a coincidence, as nothing is a coincidence on the Jewish calendar. V'yesha Ramzu. Debo dafka biyamim shakar biyamim. Why? Laharos. So in general, you might say, in general, you might say, karbanos, beis hamigdash, we have hope for geula. Okay. Laharosha tikva senu, shebimheira yibana shuv, habayas ashlishi yushem nakrav karbanos senu. Okay. In general, so you could just say about all karbanos, karbanos, and we hope for the geula. But what does that have to do with the first half of the parsha? It says the Shabbat Tov, it has to do with what came right beforehand. What came right beforehand? Moshe Rabbeinu commanding Yeshua Benun. What is the beginning? What is Rashi quote at the beginning of the section of karbanos? Now we we have the connection right beforehand. We have a Daber Moshe Hashem Lemar. Hashem Moshe says to Hashem, Hashem, please help me. We need a leader. Very next section, Hashem says to Moshe, as if it's a reaction of some kind. So Chazal picked up on this. Rashi quotes it at the beginning of Parachav Ches. Tzavos B'nei Yisrael, Ma Amar Lamalo, what's said above? Yafkod Hashem, Kod Hashem, Amar Lo Hakadosh Baruch Hashem says to Moshe, Ad Sha'atamit Saveni Al Banai, Saveis B'nei Alai. Before you tell me, you command me about my children. You command your, you command your children about me. Similar to a, 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 a princess that's uh, being Nefteris in the world. And she's telling, she's giving instructions to her husband. Giving instructions to her other. And Amar Law, he says to her, Before you to tell me about the children, to talk to the children about me. They don't rebel against me. They don't, I'm the, uh, I'm the married in prince. So to HaKadosh Baruch who tells Moshe, before you tell me about what to do for your children, for, for my children, command the children. So Rashi already is noting that there is a connection between the, the, right, the Parsha right before. What is it? Now says the Shem And this gives us an insight into a number of sections of this Parsha. Line 7. 
there's a different type of Hanhagas Hashem going from the door of Moshe to the door after Moshe. Moshe Kivotorah Misinai is a different time period than Umasara Yoshua. It's a different time period. It's a different type of Hanhaga. Up until Moshe's death, Da'at Apta, in the time of Tkuvah's Moshe Rabbeinu, basically everything was given to us. It was Matanam and Hashamayim. It was the Mon and the Be'er and the Ananea Kavod and the Makos and Nisim Gluyim. That was in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. That was in the Midbar. It was what we would call Isarusa Dila'ela. It was awakening from above. Heina Torah, the Hain Haman, the Hain Kol Hitztarchus Klal Yisrael. Panhaganisis. And that's why, what do we even call it? <coughs> it was Matan Torah. Shem gave us the Torah. We call it in hindsight, Kabbalah Torah. But it was also Matan Torah. The focus was Hashem gave it to us. Through Moshe Rabbeinu's life. It was all about what Hashem did for us. Aval. But now, with Moshe Rabbeinu's death, it's all going to change. We're going to go out to Eretz Yisrael. Of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to still be involved every so often with Nisim. But really, it's going to be from below. Isaruso de Latata. In Petiras Moshe, Maschil Hanhaga Acheres Lagamre. Totally different Hanhaga. Vitzarach Akol Lavo Adehishtat was Pulas Adam. It's all partnering with mankind, not Matanas Mishamayim. And that's Pnei Moshe, Kipnei Achamo, Pnei Moshe Kalavana. Moshe Rabbeinu, it's the sun. The sun just shines out, gives so the source of everything. The moon has to reflect off. The moon takes it, takes what it's given, but reflects out. Now we have to be involved and we have to do things to bring the Shechina, to bring the Nisim. And that's the message of Karbanos. We have to bring the Karbid Tamid. We have to bring the Karbanos Musaf on special days. Because we have to be involved in the relationship. It's not just all we're getting, we're getting, we're getting. He says, he says, and that's the difference between Torah Shebichsav and Torah Shebalpeh. Torah Shebmoshe Rabbeinu was a Bechina of Torah Shebichsav. Zichru Torah Moshe Avdi, the Pesach in Malachi says. Right, it's all about what was given to us. Torah Shebalpeh says, no, that, that we have to create. We are given the tools by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're given the Yud Gimel Midos. But we have to get it through Yegiyah and through what each Chacham in every generation creates. And that's also why What's right before the section of Moshe Rabbeinu transferring? What else do we have in this parsha? Benos Slavchad. Benos Slavchad is a unique section in the Torah. Only a few sections of the Torah like this. What does Chazal say? They were zochet to bring down, so to speak, this section of the Torah. Right? Royly kasevayde Moshe. It was right to be nechtavayde Moshe. Meaning, Torah Shebechsav, totally. Given from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, dictated to Moshe. But the Baruch Slavchad, Zachu, V'nechtval, Yadan, they came and said, we want, we want a, a section of Eretz Yisrael. So what's the symbol of that? It's the symbol of mankind becoming involved and being able to bring something down. Says that's that's Hanhagas Yoshua, and that's the difference between the Dor Yotzi Mitzrayim and the Dor Bari Haaretz. That's the message of so much of Parshas Pinchas, the Benos Slavchad, and the Yoshua taking over, and the Karbanos. You want Ashras Ashchina? It's not automatic anymore. It's not automatic. You have to bring carbonos day in and day out in order to 
allow us to have that relationship. And this is also the message for the three weeks and for the Shlosha uh, Deparanusa that we want, we want the Shechina, we have to do our part. We have to do our part to bring the Binyan Shlishi. Okay. Now let's get into a conceptual idea. A Lamdish idea. We had a thought about uh, a message. Now let's get into a conceptual idea relating to a machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban. Rambam and the Ramban. Then we'll get back to a couple of other uh, machshava ideas. Says the Rambam in Hilchis Tmidin Umusafin. Says the Rambam in source number six. Right? We have at the beginning of the section of the Karbanos, we have the Karbat Tamid. Right, the most common carbon, the most common carbon, as we know, we just had Shavasavatamas this week. One of the five tragedies that happened at Shavasavatamas was that the carbon tamid stopped. We weren't able to bring it. That was the symbol of the avoda, the base of Also a connection to this week's parsha. Sabbath, but we just laid this this week on the fast day. Not on the fast day. I'm sorry, two weeks ago we laid this on uh, Rosh Chodesh, but we're going to lay this this Shabbos. Sabbos b'nei Yisrael v'abretalayev es karbani lachmi lishai reach nichochit israel akhrili b'mado. Bring it every day. It's a kevaz achad asavaboker. It's a kevaz hashli tase ben harabayim. Says the Rambam, how many mitzvos is it to bring the carbon tamid? Mitzvos ase lahakriv shnei kvasim olos bechol yom. So Mrs. I say to bring the carbonus every day. Bring one in the morning and one in the afternoon. The Rambam counts this as one mitzvah. Two carbonus. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. One mitzvah. The Rambam as well, if you want to compare this, Kriyashma. Kriyashma every day. I didn't give it to you, but Kriyashma every day. During the day, during the night. Mitzvah say Daraisa. The Rambam counts this as one mitzvah. The bringing of the Ketores. The Ketores you have to bring part in the morning and part in the afternoon. The Rambam counts it as one mitzvah. Ketores, Kriyashma, Tmidin. The Ramban in the end of Sefer HaMitzvos when he adds and subtracts various mitzvahs here and there to get to his 613. But yes, he took away a bunch and he adds. So the Ramban says, I disagree on all three counts. Kriyashma and Karben Tamid and Ketores, two mitzvahs. Two mitzvahs, says the Ramban. And the Ramban has a very strong claim. You wake up in the morning. You have two mitzvahs to do. You have one mitzvah to do. You have to bring the Tamit Shal Shachar. You wake up in the morning. You have two mitzvahs. Oh, you see, it's two parts of a mitzvah. How can it be two parts of one mitzvah? You can't do it then. You wake up in the morning. You have to say Kriyashma. You have two mitzvahs at that point. Kriyashma Shal Shachar, the Kriyashma Shal Harvest. It's Shachris, says the Ramban. It's two mitzvahs. During the day, you have the mitzvah of Kriyashma by day. During the night, you have the mitzvah of Kriyashma by night. By Ketores, you have one in the morning and one in the afternoon in Bein Rambayim. I don't say the Rambam. The Rambam counts this as one mitzvah? So what's, how, does, how does he do that? Rav Shechter quotes this discussion in Yisefer and Eretz HaTzvi in Surah number 7. And he says the Ramban makes a lot of sense. Right? It's two separate mitzvahs. How do you explain the Rambam? That the Karbit Tamid is one big fat mitzvah. You can't do the second half now. How could that be called one mitzvah? Says, said Rav Salvechik, Vamar Bazer Rabbeinu, Rav Shechter quotes his Rebbe the Rav, Rav Salvechik, Sheladasa Rambam on the second column. He quotes on the bottom right first the question. He says that the uh, Ramban seems right. Says the Rav, says the Rav in the name of the Rambam. Ladasa Rambam, well you have to say no, the following. There's a Yisod Gadol about mitzvos here. And that is, there's a difference between when 
the status of a mitzvah might start and when we actually have to do a mitzvah. It could be that the item or that the mechayiv of a mitzvah starts even before the actual time that the mitzvah could be fulfilled. Shaladasa Rambam Yeshlomar Da'af Dizman Kiyum HaMitzvah Ditamit Shalbeinu Arbayim Shonehu Mizbar Kiyum HaMitzvah Ditamit Shalshachar You're right, in a practical Lomaisa way, the two actions cannot be done at the same time. Vizmano Shozeh Lokizmano Shozeh Still, said the Rav Salvechik Mikom HaKom Yeshlomar the halachic generator. When does the chiyuv of the mitzvah start? It starts at the same time. One of them can only befoal, be fulfilled at the first moment, and one can be fulfilled at the later moment. But halachically, in a conceptual way, both mitzvahs start at the same moment. To bechol yobaboker, every morning... They have Oda in the card. The day starts in the morning for Karbanos, right? Every morning we have a Chiyav to bring two, two Karbanos Tamin. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. But he says that's how you have to look at it. What's his Raya? A number of Rayas, but one of them is a Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Gemara in Sanhedrin on Dafchaf, line 11. The Gemara says, Gimel mitzvot, Nitzavu, Yisrael, Whenever we go into Eretz Yisrael, we have three mitzvahs to do. In that order, says the Gemara. Number one, Lahamid Lahamelech, to appoint a king. Number two, Lahachriz Zarushal Amalek, to destroy Amalek. You need a king to be able to have an army to destroy Amalek. And then, once Amalek is destroyed, Lahamidnos Lahem Beis Abachira. Well, we can't build a base Amikdash today because there's still plenty of Amalek around. So, that's the Gemara. Three mitzvahs when we go in. Asks the Rav Salvechik, three mitzvahs. The Gemara says you have to do these in order. If you have to do these in order, so how can you say there are three mitzvahs that you're obligated to do when you come into Eretz Yisrael? There's only one mitzvah. You have to appoint a king. After you appoint a king, then there'll be another mitzvah of wiping out Amalek. After you wipe out Amalek, then there'll be another mitzvah of building the base of Migdash. What does the Gemara mean that there are three mitzvahs? L'chora yesh lahakshos. Eich efshar lomar shenischaivu tekevubiyad b'knisas and la'aretz to do all three. What you can't do the wiping out Amalek yet until you have a king. Ah, but the Gemara still calls it that this is already a mitzvah that's mechuyuv when you go in. How are we supposed to understand that? L'chor yesh l'achshos, right? How are we supposed to understand? The answer is, you can have the three mitzvahs obligated right now, even though you can't fulfill all three mitzvahs right now. Right? The chiyuv mitzvah might come before the actual time that you could do the mitzvah. And there are many other examples of this. Just one other example. Not just the chi of ha-mitzvah, but a similar idea. The, con- the concept of an object of a mitzvah being existent even before you can actually do the mitzvah. I just gave you one example. Again, there are many. One example, we've discussed this in Dafyomi Shira many times. The Gemara is the Shulchan Arach Paskins, based on a Gemara, source number 9, that one is not allowed to use a chauffeur of Avodah Zarah on Rosh Hashanah. Can't use it for Rosh Hashanah, right? It's, uh, it's, uh, the, the Gemara says, and the Shah quotes it as if it's not there, as if it's burned, Kedusim after Shi'ura. So if it's an Avodazara of a Jew, it's off limits, because it can never also be nullified. But the Avodazara of a non-Jew, if it is nullified, there's something called Bittol Avodazara, if the non-Jew nullifies his Avodazara, so then the Shofar can be used. As long as, when does he have to, vi- when does he have to nullify it? When does he have to nullify it? Says the Ramah, 
V'yesh machmir and dafilu b'shalom v'rikochav v'meinu yotzei ella b'nisbatel me'erev yantef. As long as you nullify it before yantef, it's okay. Right, so then when Rosh Hashanah starts, it's already not a shofar of Avodah Zarah, and therefore you're able to use it. Ask the Chafetz Chaim, ask the Bir Halacha, it's Torah number 10, why does the Ramah say it has to be nullified before Yantav starts? You can't blow shofar at night. The Mitzvah of shofar is only by day. Yom Trua Yelachem. If I blow shofar a thousand times at night, I'm not Yose. It's only a Mitzvah by day. So the mitzvah starts by day, so you should have the non-Jew have to have to nullify it before the morning. Why should you have to have it before the nighttime? It's not you can't do the mitzvah shofar yet. Ah, oh, says the Bir Halacha, based on a Rashi in Sukkalam and Gimel, that the zman for the mitzvah really to actually do the mitzvah is only in the next morning. But when is it called a shofar? When is it called a lulav? It's called that when Yantiv starts. When is it called a sukkah? Possibly. That's when Yantav starts. And that's how, says the, says the Bir Halacha, that you could require all the halachas of Shofar Alulav to be needed by the time Yantav starts. Same idea. You could have a Chefsa Shal Mitzvah, you could have an object of a Mitzvah have its status, even before the actual time that the Mitzvah could be fulfilled. But there are other examples of this. You might have the status of Karim Pesach on the morning of Erev Pesach, even before you can actually bring the Karim Pesach. But either way, why are we talking about this? This explains the Rambam. The Ramban was bothered two mitzvahs of Kriyashma, two mitzvahs of Karim Tamid, two mitzvahs. So you should say that it's two separate mitzvahs. You can't do both mitzvahs at the same time. The Rambam would say you're right. But both mitzvahs are obligated. The, the Machayiv kicks in at the same moment, even though the actual time that you could fulfill it is only is only later. Just like to add one other parenthetical thought that uh, I think definitely has has merit, and that is the there is a minute of Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael is quoted in the Nosekelamashokanar, Minak of Khaisra that the night before a bris. There's Shmiradan. The Shmira done the night before a bris. There are children that come over and say Hamalach, what's called a Vachnacht Right, so there's uh, Shmirah done. Question is, where does that come from? Where does that come from? The baby needs special Shmirah, as we know. Whenever there is something special happening in a person's life, they need Shmirah. When a person gets married, they have the, the, the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah quotes in Shulchan Aruch, that they need a Shomer on that day, they should be alone, because the Satan always tries to be Makatreg and Masakain at times of joy and at times of, of tremendous uh, potential. Okay. But maybe there's something deeper here the night before. Because there is a, there's a Bavli and there's also a Yerushalmi. It's a Bavli. It sounds like an un, unexciting Bavli, but we'll try to make it exciting. The question is, if you have a baby Kohen, a baby Kohen on the fourth day of, of uh, after he was born, the Gemara just asks in the Talmud Bavli, in Yavam Estafayin Aleph, the Gemara asks, are you allowed to smear him with truma oil? Truma oil. Kohanim have a lot of truma. Truma oil. The child does not have a brismila yet. And an RL, someone who doesn't have a bris meal, is not allowed to get benefit from truma. Is this baby an RL yet? He can't get a bris meal until day eight. So that's the question that the, the Bavli asks. The Yerushalmi, the parallel Yerushalmi says, no, no, for sure it's mutter. For sure it's mutter to smear a baby on the fourth day after he was born with truma oil. He's not an RL yet. But you know what I'm not sure about, says the Yerushalmi? The night of the eighth. Lel Ches. I'm not sure if you can use truma oil there. What's the difference? What's the difference between the fifth day and the night before the eighth day? The night before his bris. 
So maybe the difference is our issue. And that is, before day eight, he's not an Arbol yet. He's nothing. He doesn't have a Chiyav. But maybe the night before the bris milah, that's when the status of Arel comes. That's when the Chiyav of milah kicks in. You can't do bris milah until the next day. But that's when the Chiyav of bris milah comes in, and that's why maybe you can't use truma oil on him. That's possibly the suffix of the Yushalmi. But maybe that's another reason where the Vachnach comes from. Now the baby needs Shmira. Because now he might be an Arel. Before he wasn't an Arel. But now he's an RL. He has a chiv of mila and he can't fulfill the bris mila yet until the next morning. So that's why we try to give him divine protection by saying hamalach hagawal v'chulah and bringing other children to guard over to be with him the night before. Okay, that takes us through the uh, the lumdish point relating to the Rambam and the Ramban. Back to Karbanus. Back to Karbanus. The pasuk tells us at the end of the Karbat Tamid, as we know, olas Tamid. The question that the Chazal already say. What do you mean, Bahar Sinai? What does Har Sinai have to do with the Karbat Tamid? Or we bring the Karbat Tamid not only on Har Sinai, we bring the Karbat Tamid throughout, throughout our, the, the, the daily service, the first point. So the Bar Yosef says something that many other Bali Musar also say. Rabbi Yosef Misalan says in Source 11 that he says, he says, he says, there are many Midrashim and many Gemaras that talk about the connection halachically to Harsinai. But I would like, he says, to give you a Hashkafic point in the bottom of the column. The Tamid, you remember, could be, if I may use this Lashen, the most boring carbon. It comes up all the time. We do it every single day. The carbon Tamid. Day in, day out, every morning, every afternoon, and it could get monotonous, and it could get boring. So what do we say, Dafka here? Ho'asuya bahar Sinai. She'yasuya ba'osa kavana haromama ve'otsem kedushas ha'machshava mamish k'mo'a ola she'kriva az bahar Sinai. You know, har Sinai, har Sinai, that was unbelievable, that was awesome, we were all excited about that. The first carbon that was hukrav for Kla Yisrael, besides the current Pesach, but after we became a nation... So, Dafka, by the most common carbon, it mentions Har Sinai to say that this has got to be made exciting. That carbon made us Jewish. That carbon. Every gear is going to bring a carbon when they become uh, a Jew. So that's going to be an exciting carbon for them. They're going to finally become Jewish. They're not going to forget that. So, this is, that was all our carbon gerus was by Mahomet Har Sinai. We were all excited. So, says the Torah, in an illusion, the Karbatam has got to be exciting, just like our Sinai. We take, the Torah takes the most, the most common of all Karbanos and tries to say, even this, even this has to be made so exciting. And that, I once heard, that's also, I forgot who uh, it was in the name of, um, I once heard maybe that's why, right, we know the Chazal, the Hayu Hadvar right? these words should be on your hearts, Right? Every day. Every day should be Chadash to you. Right? Every day. So why is that the limit of Bechol Yom Yiu Beinecha Kachadashim learned there from the first parasha of Kriyashma? First parasha of Kriyashma. Out of all the places in the Torah where we could have an allusion to that. So what's heard, maybe because Kriyashma, that first parsha, is the most common and basic paragraph of the whole Torah. Right, the first, almost one of the first things a child uh, learns is Shema. 
Right? We say it every morning. We say it every afternoon. Right? The most unaffiliated Jew, if they know anything in Torah, they know the first parasha of Shema. The last words on a person's lips at the end of his life. Shema Yisrael Hashem HaKadosh HaMachad, the first Rebbe Akiva. Right? That's, that's the Shema is like the carbon tumid. It's the most common. So even there, you even the most common parts of our Avodah Hashem, we have to try our best to make it exciting and make it uh, something that we can learn from. It even talks about a target Yonosam and Uziel on our Pasek that also points points in that direction. Okay. Moving right along, two or three other two other points related to Karbanos, uh, both from the Great Achronim. If you look, as we know, in the end of this section, Pasek says, Now we get into the... Uh, after the carbon tamid, we get into the carbon of Shabbos, and then we have the carbon of Rosh Chodesh. And in the carbon of Rosh Chodesh, we have a word added in that Chazal pick up on that is a big challenge to understand what, what Chazal uh, want from us in this regard. By the carbon of Musaf of Rosh Chodesh, the Pazak says in Pazak Tezvav, Seir izim echad lechatas lashem. Lashem. Alolasa tamid yasev edisko. Lashem, what is Lashem? What do you mean? They bring a carbon for God? So Rashi quotes the Agadah, it's a Gemara Masech Shvuis. Omar Kodesh Baruchu, Heviu Kapara Alai, Al Shemi Atatiyas Bring a carbon on my behalf, says Hashem to the Jews. I made the moon smaller. So, you know what? I really did a big Avera. So please bring a carbon Chatas for me. Lechatas Lashem. What in the world does that mean? Kodesh Baruchu did something wrong. So there are many. Uh, suggestions in Shvuas and it's also in Chul and Samach, right? So what exactly is the message for us in this regard? So let me quote just the Meshachachma for this year. Says the Meshachachma, source number 12. Chul and Samach, Pirish. Da'amru Medrish. he quotes the Medrish in Breshaz Rabbah, Lo Nivra Lahair El Galchama Bilvad. What was originally created, the sun was created in order to give light. What was the moon created for? Hashem saw in the future that they were going to, people were going to worship them, the luminaries. Hashem said to himself, if there's only one major luminary, then then uh, forget it. That's going to for sure going to lead to Avodah Zarah. Let me make two. Because once there's two, then hopefully that'll help some people. There can't be two gods. If there's one, okay. But two? If there are two, which one obviously contradicts the other one. One would be even worse. So Kodesh Baruch Hu somewhat tried, so to speak, everybody he made two in order to try to prevent people from doing Avodah Zarah. So, says the Meshachachma, why is the sun, though, the, the major one? It's bigger. It's, it gives an independent um, light. Originally, they were the Shnei Maoris HaGadolim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made one big and one small. So, so to speak, says the Meshachachma, that was Mat'eh. Now it's like one big one. So that leads to Avodah Zarah. Mi garam lahato yosha ovdim lachama. So why do people worship the sun? 
Mashihiya Ma'ar Hagadol, the fact that now it's a Mar Hagadol, Hapal Yosir Gadol Ba'olam, Avamaya Shave, or Alavanilorachama, if the moon and the sun would be equal, there would be less mistakes made throughout history, and they would have worshipped the sun. Lachain, and that's why B'nai Yisrael, B'nai Avram, Sha'akra, Vodazar, Meha Olam. That's why, B'nai Avraham, that we uproot Avodazara. Hema Mutsulim Liaches, Komif Alos, Ativim Liotram. Everything goes to Akadish Barachu. And we give Akadish Barachu, we recognize that he did everything. Right, he says the, all the Karbanos, but says the Meshachach, but maybe that's what's meant here. That Akadish Barachu violated, so to speak, he made the moon bigger, he made the moon smaller. Which leads to more of what Zara Baruch says, you know what? I take some of the blame, Kaviyachal. That originally it was supposed to be equal, and I, and I, and I, the way I solved the moon's complaint is that I made him smaller, I made it smaller, says the Meshachach, maybe that, maybe that's the Pshat. Maybe that's the deeper Jewish of Haviu Kapara Alai, because that action led to much of what Zara. Good. One final point related to the Parsha, and then we have just one thought related to the, uh, the time of year. This is one of those Vilna Gones, one of those Gras, where we just shake our heads and we say, I don't know, he was from a different uh, time period in history. And Baruch Hashem, we are inspired that we have somebody like the Vilna Gone in our, in our, uh, in our Misara. One of those Gras. The Gras points out, first it's the Ha'ara, as so many of the Vilna Gones. It's the Ha'ara, and then we have the Pshat of the Ha'ara. If you look in all of the Karbanas of Sukkis, we know Sukkis is the end of the Parsha. Every day of Sukkis, there's a different Karban, right? Different than Pesach. Every day of Sukkis is a different Karban uh, brought, starting from Shvi'i. Every day. And if you look closely, if you look closely, what is we bring, as we know, a number of Si'irim, we bring 70 cows. 70 cows, if you add it all up, the Gemara and Sukkah says, base, 70 cows, Keneged the Shivim Umos. 70 cows, Keneged the Shivim Umos. So, keep that in mind. Sezagraf, you look closely at the days of Sukkot. On day 1, 2, and 4, it says, we bring a Seir Izim. If you look in, what do we bring? Day one of Sukkot, Seir Izim Echad Lachatas. Day two, Seir Izim Echad Lachatas. Day three, Seir Chatas Echad. Doesn't say Seir Izim. Day four, Seir Izim Echad Chatas. It goes back. Day one, two, and four, we have Seir Izim Echad Chatas. Day three, five, six, and seven, we have Seir Echad. Why is that? Why one, two, and four is Seir Izim Echad Chatas? Day three, five, six, and seven is just Seir Chatas Echad. Says the Vilna Gon. The Zohar tells us that really out of all the 70 nations, there are really two. All nations come from two nations, Yishmael and Esav. Our two original Sonim, Oivenu, Yishmael and Esav. All the other nations are nourished. Yon Kim Mikal Shara Umos. And the Zohar HaKadosh tells us, and other Sifrei Mekubalim, says the Gra, that Yishmael is called Seir Izim. The Slichas that we say, that we say on Shavasa Batamas, Hatsafir Vahasair. Yishmael is called Seir Izim, and Esav is called Sair, like we have an Ish Sair. Esav is called Sair. Says the Grah, unbelievable. We bring Karbanos, Kenega the Nation, so there are seven, we bring 70 Karbanos, but 
35 are for all the nations that come from Yishmael, and 35 are for all the nations that come from Esav. So we bring Karbanas on their behalf before we get to Shemini Yatzeres, when we bring Karbanas for ourselves. So, let's start. Says the Grah, we start with bringing Karbanas for Yishmael. He was earlier. So we have, on day one, how many Karbanas are there? We start with that's the day. The day is the is the Yishmael day, but we start off with how many altogether. So we have to bring fifteen. We have to bring thirty-five carbonos altogether for each Yishmael and Esav. How many cows do we bring on day one? We bring Shlosha Abikraftem Allah Asar. We bring thirteen on day one. Fine. 13 on day one. On, that's why it's Seir Izim Echad on day one. Cause it's, it's Yishmael. On day two, it's also, we want to do all Yishmael first. So that's another 12. So that's 25 we have now. We have 25. On day three now, how many are there? There's 11. 11, if we bring Seir Izim Echad on the third day, we had 11, that equals 36. You can't bring on day three, you can't bring that for Yishmael, cause that would already be 36 for Yishmael. So that's why on day three, we switch to Seir because day three goes to Esav. And that's why the 11 go to Esav. On day four, we go back. Seir, Izim, and that's 10. And that fills out the 35 for Yishmael. And then the other days, day five, six, and seven, we go back to Seir, Chatas Echad. And altogether, 35 and 35, Yishmael and and Asa. That's a Vilna Gon to take with us. Says the Aznayim Latorah after he quotes his Vilna Gon in Source 14. I gave you the Gron 13. And this is a Gra. This is a Gra. And he says throughout our history, right, we have Yishmael and Esav. Right? We know Yishmael are, are the, uh, is one religion. Esav is the other religion. Both of these, these are the two religions that really have, have called us Tsaris over the past thousands of years and all nations are offshoots of these, and as Aymatar says, we have to try to, you know, stay low and, you know, stay out of their way as much as we can until Mashiach comes. But he quotes this Gra and he says, Ru'uyim hadvarim l'misha amram. Okay, just finishing up with one thought related to this time of year. This time of year, what is the connection, ask the Yagdal Torah, Yagdal Torah quotes Rav Pincus, what's the connection between Pasha's Pinchas in this time of year? One thought, says Rav Pincus. Rav Pincus says, Pinchas cared. Ichpatlo to Pinchas. Ichpatlo, he cared. He didn't just go through and, and quiet and not care about anything that was going on. Ichpatlo on Kvotshamayim. Ichpatlo on the covet of the rest of Klau Yisrael. That's this time of year. Things have to be feel to us. We can't just go through and, and not, and not care about things. Right? Jews have to care. We have to care about our Torah learning. We have to care about fellow Jews. We have to care about Kvot Shemayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is looking down upon us. He wants Rech Nichoach from us. Pinchas cared, and we have to care. And we have to care in three different ways. And this he quotes from Reb Tzadok. Reb Tzadok quotes that the three Torahs that we're about to read, we have Divrei Yirmiyahu, Shimu Dvar Hashem, and Chazon Yeshayahu. Fascinating Ha'ara. We have the three senses alluded to in the first Pasuk of each part of Haftorah, respectively. Divrei Yirmiyo, that's the Koach of speech. Shimu Dvar Hashem, the Koach of, of hearing. Chazon Yeshayo, the Koach of Re'iyah. In these three areas, we need to improve and we need to focus and we have to care about what we talk about and what we hear and what we see. As is Hashem, if we could do that in all of our senses, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make this the last time that the three weeks is a time of availus and mourning and making it a time into a time of simcha and bracha.